Winterfellas! Do you love Cast of Thrones and want to help us offset some of our recording and hosting costs? Head on over to castofthrones.com slash donate and give us those golden dragons or even a monthly pledge of a silver stag. And now, on with the podcast. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week we are doing a special episode. Instead of doing our normal, um, what book are we reading right now? Storm of Swords. Instead of doing our normal Storm of Swords book club, we are going to talk about George R.R. Martin's most recent novella, The Princess and the Queen. Um, I guess I'm your host for this evening, Jennifer Cheek, and with me is... Hey, it's me, Tim Lanning. Let me just first of all say it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's just gonna be me and Tim this just episode. Just us two. Just we, uh, we got kind of weirdly busy at the end of well, the second week of January, so we're like, uh, we can't do the normal show. Well, our our, our good friend Nick Bristow is going to be out of Who? town. Rich, Richard Bristow. Oh, oh, you're really just throwing him under the bus. Oh, well, I mean, no, wow, no, I was no. trying to be amicable, be like, hey, we're all no, busy. No, we're everyone Jesus. got busy, and and Tim and I had just read this novella and we thought that you guys would like to hear about it and we'll wow. be back to the regularly scheduled book clubs yes in two weeks but this is so this is a special bonus episode yeah bu- bu- bonus um but the princess and the queen takes place roughly 200 years ish or 150 something like that uh yeah. years, i think like 180 180 that sounds good <laughs> somewhere around there before um game of thrones right set. so Yes, Walder Frey is, of course, still in it, you know. <laughs> he is a thousand years he's old. He's just hanging out. He but, was here before Aegon the Conqueror. Uh, what we're going to do is go through a quick, sort of like an overview of our thoughts. Which um, is with no spoilers. No just spoilers like- at all, not even for the story. Yeah. Um, and then Jennifer's going to talk more about some of the other stories found within uh, Dangerous Women. That's and- the anthology that this novella yes. is in. And then we're going to move on to... A little more deeper stuff for the princess and the queen, but not a play-by-play, not a... Yeah, it's, well, it's too big. Too big. It's too big. It's thirty. It's, it's not a short story. It is a novella. Yes. It's 35,000 words. It's like 80 and pages or something like it that. It is very... Well, I don't want to say too much, but it, it would be basically impossible. We'd have to do a small book club for it. Yeah, and it's too hard to kind of drill into the small treacheries mixed in with big right. treacheries so we're gonna go very sort of surface level um maybe one day in the future we'll if no one else has done it we'll do a play-by-play yeah because i we haven't we're not able to find anything like that on the internet and we we just rely on the internet so much i love <laughs> I really I, do. I, it felt really weird not being able to find i know tons of info i mean for I, I did, game of thrones thing i found stuff but it's still really new it's only been out for like a month month and a half so came out the third of December, I believe. I think came out a little bit earlier overseas, is what I heard. Nah. There, there. I know because there were some people being grumpy because I think the UK got it like a week before the US. I don't even want Americans can't to handle think about that being not first. Um, but then we're gonna talk about the the implications of the things we find out. Yes, in the Princess and the Queen. Um, because man, and that's gonna be. Spoilers for every ding dang thing. Like, right, it's gonna be hard to talk egg, about. 
all five of the books that are out because there's some there is some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess without any further ado, let us get jump right up in it. Do our general overview. Yeah. Um, so the Princess and the Queen was is the last story in an anthology called Dangerous Women that uh, George R. R. Martin edited with. I can't remember the other person's name. Anyway, he was an editor for it. There are lots and lots of other short stories in it. And I, it, guys, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the whole um, historicity, as they say, aspect of it. Because it's written by kind of a, a douchey uh, Yeah, like a scholar. macer. Yeah. Um, the style is completely different than anything that I've read of George R. R. Martin. Because normally he is very into the first person, like... You're inside of my brain, and that is not what's happening here at all. It's written third person, like, as a history. Yeah, and instead of dealing big with the um, inside, you know, people's heads and things like that, I think what you're treated to more is uh, hella dragon battles. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. So, so it, many dragons. It, like it's, it's almost like a Michael Bay film, I think I saw it described somewhere on the internet. I can see that. You know, just, like, tons of dragon battles, tons of, like, treachery, murder. I think the dragon battles were definitely the highlight for me mm-hmm. of the book. I, but then again, it, it's, it's, like I said, if you're expecting something very similar to the regular Game of Thrones books, that you're not going to get that. Right. And it's a lot of information packed in. Like yeah. I said, it's it's 35,000 words, which uh, I think is, like, hundred. Like eighty pages on Kindle or something like that. It's, it's eighty pages. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not super. It took me a while to read. I kept like sliding here. I'm like, why is this taking me so long? Because I was thinking of it as a short story, but yeah. it's not. And it's sort of a. It can be sort of a slower read, but with the heavy use of Targaryen ass Targaryen. Oh my god, names. fucking Targaryens! You got to pick a different way to name your people. Like Darian, Arian, Aemon, 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 Rhaenyra, Rhaenyras. Oh. I can't keep, I could not keep track. I wish that I had, if you have not read it yet, I, maybe this is like too much, but I wish that I had read it like writing people's names down. Yeah. And like which side they were on. Right. Because it was getting very confusing for me. Yeah. And as you kind of go through, you're like, oh, this guy, this Aegon is the good one. Maybe this, I don't know. I also wish that as I was reading it, I was the whole time wishing like, I wish I had a family tree. Well, guess what? Lucky for you, there are family trees on the internet, and we're going to put them in the post for this podcast up on Geekly Inc. Um, basically, all the information I found, yeah. we're going to put up there. I mean, I always recommend looking, look on the Reddit, the oh, Song of Ice and Fire subreddit. Yeah. Look on westrest.org. Mm-hmm. The forums there are super. A wiki of Ice and Fire. Those are all very helpful. Yeah. Um, this, there is a real long thread on Westrest.org, like, 83 pages. I got through a good chunk of it, but not mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information. Just on Princess and the Queen? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was very impressive. Uh, good job, guys. Good um, work, guys. But I'm, I'm, I don't know how people would read... I don't know how anyone would read this story if they've not read Game of Thrones before. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess would say the concept... Like, in an anthology, like, say someone's been like, oh, I've heard Game of Thrones is really good. I'll yeah. read this short, this short story in this anthology. Yeah. How like, does it uh, stand what? up? Well... If you I had think, never read Game of Thrones, how would you? I don't know. I, I think that it? definitely is a a negative towards it, and I definitely and I would kind of think it doesn't have a lot to do with modern Game of Thrones, really. I mm, I don't know. It's not. I mean, as much as the Duncan Egg stuff did, this is way, way, way less. 
It is. I don't know. I have, I mean, we can I argue about that later, but that I have thoughts about it. Um, but it is like, yeah, if you're like a more casual TV watcher, it might be a slog. It for feels you. more like you know a mix of fan fiction with uh, <laughs> history. It, it's like the Silmarillion, but it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's definitely shorter. fun to um, hear again, and it's also kind of like, oh yeah, these Targaryens love killing each other. Also love, love incest. Love incest. Killing dragons incest. That's what Targaryens yeah, are and into. Th- such a bloody time period. It, you think just how bad it is during uh, the time that uh, uh, Game of Thrones takes place. But no, it's always been bad. Actually, it's not Maybe, nearly as bad yeah. as it used to be. Yeah, it was like way worse. A lot a lot of death. Yeah. And it kind a lot of, makes of crazy you battles. wonder, hey, do we really want Targaryens back in power? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's... Do you have anything else to say overview-wise? Um, overview-wise? No, I mean, I still liked it. I thought, you know, it, it was probably, it could have been, uh, I, I don't know, it's kind of weird because I believe he's going to release an even longer version soon with the yeah, I World read of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Oh, another interesting thing about this is that for the longest time, everyone was like, oh, George R. R. Martin's doing this anthology, Dangerous Women, and he's going to be contributing uh, the fourth Duncan Egg book called The She-Wolves of Winterfell. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's not in there. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that. I think it's coming out later. He just wasn't done, so he pushed it back. But so my think- understanding is that he didn't have enough of this. Well, he was going to put this in the world of Ice and Fire or something like that. Yeah. And instead, he wrote a lot more for it and then put it in and then wrote more. I don't know. I do feel like it sometimes reads kind of edited. Like, there's some people's stories that don't, like, they're mentioned it's and might quick, never quick, come quick, up quick, again. Quick, 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 yeah. Um, oh, and another thing that I would recommend, and maybe this wouldn't work for everyone, I read this um, novella over, like, a week and a half. It was, like, all in chunks. Like, I'd read it on the train a little in the morning, like, 10 minutes for bed at night. I Honestly, I feel like it'd be much better if you just sat down for an afternoon and just read said, hey, it man, all. I'm going to read 80 I think, pages I think of Game it'd of Thrones be, today. I, I think it'd be a lot easier to remember what was going yeah, on. And, you know, I wish I had done that. I think I, I later will probably go and just like sit down and like take notes and write it. Yeah, and, and I, read think, it again. I think certain media is better with a long, you know, slow burn, like a, a fine bourbon, while others, you know, you just want to take shots of. I uh, also think that I could have benefited from a hardcover of this book, to be honest. Like, to be able to flip back and forth a little easier. Yeah. When I, when I was prepping things. a little bit for this, I was flipping through the Kindle. And I was like, this isn't working as well as I would like. But, that's, yeah. that's actually a problem I have with Game of Thrones a lot, is that I want to go back and check things, and it's hard to read on the Kindle. So, so you're blaming Game of Thrones. No, it's not Game of Th- I'm giving recommendations for the, for the listeners. Okay. For what they might want to yeah. do. It, Oh, and that brings me to my second point. Um, and a lot of people are like, well, I really only want to read, you know, The Princess and the Queen. Is it worth the anthology? Right. Well, I'm reading the anthology, and I will admit I'm only halfway through it right now. But having read half of the stories in it, uh, 100% by the anthology. It's yeah. very, very good. It sounds like the Game of Thrones one is in no way the strong. <laughs> no, <laughs> the it's strongest. not. I, and I don't mean that as a, as a, a diss. A to, hard diss towards our main no, man. No, I don't. Um, but it's just very good. There are a lot of... It, I think it's nice because I don't know about you guys, but I get stuck reading a particular genre, mostly fantasy, to yeah, be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's like, as our friend said on Facebook, I'll read any, any book with a map in the beginning. Yeah, that's that's how I usually am. And this anthology was very nice because it got me reading other 
types of things. Like, there's definitely, there's a good chunk of fantasy, and there's science fiction, there's mystery, there's Yo, more. Yeah, let me ask you, is Dritz up in this piece? I have not met, I've not seen Dritz yet. Is he a dangerous woman? He has long, beautiful hair. Okay. And Does he have a da- dangerous lady companion? Uh, sometimes. Okay, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't, who writes, who writes about Dritz? Uh, R.I. Salvatore. I don't think that he, I don't think he did that. But there are, uh... Brandon Sanderson, who finished Wheel of Time, wrote lots of other things. Joe Abercrombie, who's one of my personal my favorites. My man, Joe Abercrombie. Um, Lev Grossman contributed a story. There, Jim Butcher, lots of people that you probably recognize. And you're like, I know that name. Yeah, very good stuff. I, I'm really the only the only critique I would give to the stories I've read so far is that sometimes the whole dangerous woman theme still has a lot of dudes narrating, and I'm like, yeah, mm, I, I, I found more ladies. I found. The the vagueness of the that's a good point. I want to mention that. Yeah, the the war was started by two ladies. You could argue. You're going back to talking about yeah, the princess and the queen, but it wasn't nearly as dangerous womeny as it could be. Mostly because some of the stellar knights in it are male. Most right. of them. I mean, which makes oh, sense. The, Tar- but the Targaryens have lots of dangerous women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's tons of dangerous. Women. I'm not. I'm not saying. But you know, I, no, I, that, just, that was a uh, a bone that other people on the internet I read have picked with I would, that story I would, too. I'm curious to see if he, if George R. R. Martin himself would have challenged himself, and you know, probably wrote the She Wolves of Winterfell <laughs> for this. Whatever that God, is, I, just, I don't know. Whatever that's going to be, well, I can't we, wait to read. I mean, it. we all know what it is. It's old man just oh effing and essen dunk and just fighting. I, mean, I hope she fights. She fights. Man. Anyway, um, I think cussing. just cussing. I I think that the Dangerous Women anthology is definitely well worth your yeah. time. We'll it's throw a very good affiliate link uh, on the post too for it if you want to buy it in a way that helps us at the same time. Yep. Uh, on a hardcover, it's about twenty dollars. Kindle version is about twelve dollars. Well, so. that really that really shows you the difference. Go ahead and buy seven hardcover versions. Well, just keep it in mind if you're wanting to like really underline things in it. <laughs> kind of hard to do on Kindle. Yeah, you can I, do it. I will like, say that I, if the hardcover cover is what it, it shows there on Amazon, it's kind of ugly. So yeah, it's not like a book that I would one. even care about owning hardcover from for the artistic aspect. No, I I think it's just more for the note taking, being able to flip back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, there, and, and I'll say too, the anthology, there have been some people that I recognize the names of them, hadn't really read anything by them, but reading their short story in the anthology okay. made me want to go and read more of their stuff. Okay, so it's like, that's, that's a, a great thing that these anthologies could do. I, for, that's actually kind of the point of them, really, is to put a few people who have big names in it with smaller name people so that they get exposure. Which yeah. It always makes me really happy. Yeah, I mean, George R. R. Martin's name is, High, high on that. Oh list. yeah, um, I even feel like Joe. Like I love Joe Abercrombie. Now. I feel like his stuff isn't as out there as I would like it to be. Where is all the deviant art for Joe Abercrombie's books? Guys, get guys, on get it. Promise me some fan art. Get I need to see it. Joe, what's the deal? Come um, on. yeah. I mean, I, I it made me want to go back and acquire the books that Duncan Egg take place in, so that I can see what else is going on down there. You know, mm-hmm. like all the was it the Warriors? Yeah. Legends. I guess there's a lot of these. Warrior, okay. Marriage Warriors 1 and 2. I don't know. Like, there's three. There's three Dunkin' Eggs. So, yeah. And we're just looking at the recommendations. Anyways, yeah. It made me want to go back and see what else is up mm-hmm. with the other authors, even though I haven't read anything further with the Dangerous Women. But I love Joe Abercrombie, so the fact that there's a short story from him. It's really good, too. So, overall, 
recommendation for the book without going too spoilery. Um, Princess and the Queen is good, mm-hmm. and the anthology is very good. Ooh, seven seven cents a what lemon cakes? <laughs> seven, seven lemon cakes. Seven lemon cakes. <laughs> I give it all the lemon cakes uh, that I have. Okay, now we're gonna move into again, not as an in depth book club style review, uh, sort of. I don't know what we're calling this, but uh, I believe in this more in depth description of the story. I, yeah. I do want to talk about the setup. Like what's going on? Because if you have read it and you're like, oh, "What the fuck just happened?" Like I was until I had to go on the internet and do research. Yeah. I, I just want to help you guys a little bit there we'll just, if we can. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yep. So if you don't want any spoilers, get on out of here. Yeah. And again, it's just we're not. This is just spoilers for the princess and the queen. But then later we're gonna do real, real spoilers. But then we'll and we'll let you know. We'll let you know. So yep. we're not gonna put music here. You know. No. Nah. Yeah. Anyways. So. Okay. Princess and the Queen. What what's going on here? You know, what what what, what happens? Well, the the main conflict in the Princess and the Queen is the struggle for secession between Rhaenyra Targaryen and Aegon Targaryen, her half-brother. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's like, well, wait a second, well, who's the princess and who's the queen? Mm-hmm. Well, Rhaenyra Targaryen is the queen. Yes. Is the princess, I mean, sorry, she's a princess. Mm-hmm. And the queen is actually Aegon Targaryen's mother, which is Alicent Hightower. Yeah, and Alicent Hightower is obviously um, the wife of the current king. And right. the oh, who's the current king? Is that Viserys. Viserys. But yeah. he. Viserys the first. He. The whole thing is that there was. He, he named Rhaenyra's... Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra? I'm saying Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra? Hmm. I, I don't know if that's correct. I don't know how to pronounce like, any of the yeah, Targaryen names. Rhaenyra. He, he announced Rhaenyra as his heir. Uh, heir. You know, there was this uh, tournament where tons of lords um, swore that she would be the, the next heir. Well, here's the thing. So, so Viserys was, she was married... Yeah, so his first marriage was to an unknown Aaron lady. As in Liza Aaron. Like, <gasps> it was know, Liza of the Aaron. Veil. Well, I don't think well, it was Liza. <laughs> you mean John Aaron. Okay. No, so Viserys the first married uh, a, a lady Aaron of the Vale, had Rhaenyra, two younger sons that died, and then that wife died. He remarried Alicent Hightower and had three or four. Guys, this family tree thing is very complicated. I have to keep going back to it. Seems like it's three, right? I don't know. uh, Nope, she had four. She had four children. So, in Game of Thrones world in Westeros, generally the way secession goes is that it goes, so the king has a son. Yes. He goes to his son. It does not go by who's the oldest child. It goes by who's the oldest son. Exactly. And that's why it, it doesn't go to another man, you know, it, if it's like, it doesn't go from Robert Baratheon to Stannis, it goes from Robert to Joffrey. To Joffrey, exactly. But the difference here is that Viserys one said, no, no, I don't want it to go to my oldest son. I want it to go to Rhaenyra, right. my and daughter. It, and it's like the theoretically, if Joffrey Baratheon had a, if Marcella was older than Joffrey, mm-hmm. then the standard thing was that the crown would still be passed on to the Joffrey. dude. Exactly. So this is that this is one reason why it's kind of a big deal. It's like, hey man, I, th- yeah, that's what Viserys said. We all kind of got hot and bothered when it came up, but we're n- we're not going to do that. You know that, and that is kind of how it started. Was towards the this was years earlier, many years earlier. Yeah, and and she's 
like in her 30s. Rhaenyra is like 31. Yeah, and when she's this apparently kind of an sob. Why not? What makes you say that? She seems like she's kind of mean. She's a little. I think. Well, they're all kind of. Yeah, bad. they're kind of mean. Um, not the same as some of the other ones, but. And Rhaenyra. So Rhaenyra lives on Dragonstone, which Tim and I have kind of established through research. Dragonstone's where the heir lives. Yes. In Game of Thrones world. And Rhaenyra's well, yeah. been there. Well, the heir, um, the Targaryen. The Targaryen area lives on Dragonstone. Rhaenyra's been there. Everyone knows this is what happened, but it's been a long time since, you know, it was said, oh, Rhaenyra's my heir. Yeah. Viserys, one, is old. He's enfeeble, as they say. He's feeble. And he, Rhaenyra's not been in King's Landing. Uh, Viserys has been surrounded by his second wife, Alicent Hightower, and the children through her, yeah. and all of that family. There's two factions that are going against each other in The Princess and the Queen. The Greens, which is Alicent Hightower, the second set of children, mm-hmm. and the Blacks, and that's Rhaenyra Targaryen and the first right. the first set of children. And the whole thing is, I don't know if you knew this, there's no internet or telephones <laughs> around there. So when uh, Viserys finally dies, uh, Alicent essentially cordons off the area. She yeah. keeps constantly throwing servants in the dungeon. Anyone that knew that Viserys one was dead, yeah. she put in the dungeon. They closed the door and just left his freaking dead body in the room yeah. so that no one would find out so that no one that so no one could warn Rhaenyra what right. had happened. And, you and had, so they could get their ducks in a row. They, you had this initial group of blacks, I guess you would say. Like they met and, and had a quick council meeting. The, then that's the Greens. The, the, the queen's the green? Yes. Okay, my bad. Um, Rainier is the blacks. The ones in King's Landing I are the I always assume an older lady's going to be wearing black. That's no, just man, me. No, man, she's, she's got the green. Uh, on. So, yeah, the green. So the greens met, essentially, in King's Landing for a quick uh, uh, round table. And this is with the, the like, council. The council. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, what are we going to do? You know, I know, we all know what Viserys said. Viserys gone. But we can't give it to... Um, Rhaenyra. Well, the reason that, well, obviously, number one reason that Alicent Hightower wants her son to be king is because it's her it's son. It's her son. She thinks <laughs> number, it's dope. Number two, what she's worried is going to happen is that Rhaenyra is going to be queen and that she's going to kill all of Alicent Hightower's children be- for fear that they all try to take the throne. Right. So it's, it's like, double. It's like, uh, first, like, kind of a base, like, I want my kids to be the king. But second of, I don't want my children to die. And so yeah. I've got to get rid of this threat. And there's an idea, too, that some of Rhaenyra's children are kind of douches and her husband is kind of a a, a, a brash man himself. he is well Rhaenyra is married to her uncle her bro <laughs> um i mean all this we already know this the Targaryens are very inbred mm. and boy are they inbred in these books like yeah. lots That's of another reason why it's confusing because it's like the web is so it's very tangled like and this takes place this is one of the the first one of the first huge civil wars between Targaryens. So there's hella Targaryens just rolling around. Yeah, and another interesting thing about Rhaenyra talking about, like, first wives and second wives, blah, blah, where Rhaenyra has her own situation like that. So Rhaenyra's first marriage was to a man named Laenor Velaryon. And basically the rumor is that he was gay (gasps) and that she had a paramour named Harwin Strong. So there's some questions about her first three children. They were not Technically true born, they're actually bastard born. Right. Lanor dies, and then she marries her uncle, Damon Targaryen. And yeah. she has three true born. Well, she has, technically has three. Um, at the t- beginning of The Princess and the Queen, 
Rhaenyra is very pregnant. Super pregnant. Super pregnant. And when she finds, finally does find out that Alicent Hightower has been working to try to get her son Aegon to be king, she flips out and, and goes into labor. Yeah, she goes into super labor, labor and pushes the kid out. And the baby is stillborn. And extremely deformed. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good over there. Well, the thing that's interesting, uh, the description that it says, it's a stillborn girl, twisted and malformed, with a hole in her chest where her heart should have been, and a stubby, scaled tail. Which sounds like a dragon. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand all that, but uh, it's very strange that, you know, the Targaryen sigil is dragon, yet, you know, here they are do- birthing. <laughs> strange. yeah dragon creatures so, which i think you know I, i've seen it for uh drogon uh or whatever his name is the rago 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 uh where they described the actual condition that it's similar to for babies and it's like yeah you know they're not really dragons they're just but it's just interesting yeah, that happens yeah. so rhaenyra has five children um and three of them maybe not really true born right anyway that's her situation at that time um, I don't even, I can't even begin to explain to you all the machinations, is that how you say that word? Like, yes. That are going on. Like, lots of plots within plots and trying to be like, well, we need to marry this person and this person. We got to get these people on our sides. Yeah, so as soon as the, the, as soon as the, the council side. chamber gets done, they kill one guy. And Yeah, but they, there's one guy in the council who's like not super keen yeah. on... You know, t- not having Rhaenyra as queen. He's like, like, man, this is this is effed up. Because there is one her to be people. queen, and they're like, sweet, we're gonna murder you. And he's like, here's my knife in your throat. You go sleep. And and to, to give credit to the Greens and the Blacks, I guess to begin with, they start out by trying things not by just blasting the land with dragon fire. Yeah. They're trying to write letters and like make alliances right. and just there, like make it happen. They don't want to kill Rhaenyra and her children. Right. There's a bit of a um a bit where like like okay, you go to the Baratheons who are probably gonna they said earlier that they were gonna side with Rhaenyra, but now if you go and try to like offer one of uh, the Targaryens like to marry their daughter yeah, like it's basically like make you alliances. go there and try to you know <laughs> Get a baby in one of those Baratheons. Yeah. Uh, you know, they send certain envoys to, you know, like, okay, hey. We, All the major houses, basically. Except right. for the North. They do specifically mention that they're like, we don't really deal with the North because they're too yeah. far away. So and they're cares. assuming that by the time they would actually get down there, everything would be dealt with. Right. Th- this, which is not what actually happens. Yeah. But th- the North is, does not play a big role in this whole Dance of Dragons. Which is good for them. Cause, yeah, because almost everyone dies. Yeah, and what, what, <laughs> what follows is a bit of horrific civil war between uh, two lines of Targaryens. Where, Who have lots of dragons. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, Did we do a final count of how many dragons there were? Um, No, but I can give you some from this uh, family tree that I'm looking at right now. Um, So let's first talk about how one of the dragons from when... Aegon the Conqueror, yeah. remember, is still alive. Vagar, yeah. fucking giant dragon that's like 180 years old. Yeah, Vagar is one of the three that came over with Aegon la- landing. So yeah, he's There's, old. So she's old or whatever. Right now, the dragons that are existing in Westeros, we have Quicksilver, who was King Aenys Targaryen. Anus, really? Is that Aenys? I don't know how to say that name. It sounds bad. Um, that was his dragon. We have Dragon Vermithor, Silverwing, Dreamfire. What are some other Hand of the King, 
Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Caraxes. Sheep. Oh, Sheep Stealer is actually. There are three wild dragons on Dragonstone, which is really awesome. Yeah. There's the cannibal. There's Sheep Stealer. And then. Like oh, Pale Smoke or something like that. Smoke. Something. Is. Yeah. That one. They all like kind of hang out on their own. Sea Smoke. Or Sea. No. Because this. No. There was one dragon. Like, it, no one wrote it. The wild dragon. Was there? Wasn't there like. Yeah. And then there's also. Cannibal oh, and Grey Ghost. Grey Ghost is Grey the one Ghost. that no one. Yeah. And no then there was it. dragons that were. Um. Their riders were dead or something like that. Yes, they, so. were, they were round, but not. So Rhaenyra Targaryen, her dragon was Syrax. And then Aegon, his dragon is Stormcloud. What are some other cool dragons' names? I like Syraxes. I think Syraxes is a good name. That's a great one. But there were some really, like, they're just, just, like, maybe this is really superficial and silly, but I just really enjoyed reading, like, what the dragons looked like. Yeah. Like, they, what was the one? There was one that was, like, cobalt and bronze. I'm like, ah, oh, that dragon sounds pretty. awesome. Yeah. The, Moon what, Dancer was which, one. Yeah. Whatever the one is that Aegon had was supposed to be, like, gorgeous and new and strong. Yeah. Was it Stormcloud or was it, um, which, it's the one that. That's Aegon the Third. Uh, that which Aegon? Because there's there's a couple Aegon. The guys. one the king? that king, yeah. Aegon, that is Sunfire. Sunfire. Yeah, Sunfire that is one like was supposed beautiful. To be a badass new one. It's like the color of sunrise, basically. They said, uh, and it's interesting, like the, them describing like the pros and cons of the different dragons, basically, because like the big old ones are big and strong, but they're slower. So yeah. like some of the newer dragons, not as big, but they're really fast. Um. And the dragon fights, guys. Well, we're, maybe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're jumping around a little bit because we got distra- distracted so slash excited by dragons. But. Can we also talk about the name of the dragon? Shriekos? That's also a great dragon name. Shriekos. Morgul. Oh, man. They're so good. Yeah, but essentially what Tessarion. they do now is they do this bit of maneuvering. Stage one of the war is is envoys and maneuvering the dragons so that they won't attack. Yeah, so they don't. Like, they don't want to like immediately like blast the countryside right. with fire and have everyone fight. Because from what I understand from reading it, like if two dragons start to fight, one of one or both of them is going to be dead. Yeah. they don't and, back off and at both, all. And both sides are going to lose tons of men because once they start fighting, they're not you know very, they're not a precision weapon, so to speak. Right. Exactly. They they can't really account for what's going to happen. Right. And you know they, they, they mentioned that. They've gotten to the point where they kind of know how to kill dragons, but it's still super tough. It takes so many people to yeah. do it. Is the problem? And because they have like really strong scales, insane fire breath, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they move dragons around. They keep a lot of the smaller ones together because they're really fast. But if Vagar or whatever comes up, you know they're not going to do much good. But if there's several of them, they're like okay, we can't send you know like. One the little tiny guys won't do any good protecting Heron Hall by themselves, but you know keep five of the small ones together and then send the, our bigger ones here, there, and there. And they also, you know, want to make sure that they get these major houses to kind of send their troops, not just you know say, okay, well, yeah, I side with you, but if you push comes to sh- shove. I'll send some troops your way. Um, and, and that's how it begins. But eventually, you have the, I think the first kind of quote unquote battle is between, um, one eyed Aegon. Is that him? Aemon. Um, Aemond. 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 Uh, so that, uh, that's the interesting thing that happens in the book. So, yeah, one of, um, Alicent Hightower's children, Amond, he's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He's missing an eye, and in his eyeball hole, he has a jewel. 
Um, I'm a, I, from what I can gather on reading on the internet, I don't think it's explicitly said, but I think that he had a duel with one of Rhaenyra's sons, and that's why his eyeballs gone. Oh, dear. Yeah, they think yeah. it's the oldest one of her sons, and that's that's what. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he is, um, is he the one that went earlier to, to get the Baratheons to? No, that was, that was Luke, Luke, Lucerys. I got, guys, I have to look at... There's too many of these people. Yeah. I gotta double check We won't do... As soon as we get the, the groundwork, we'll move on, but we kind of want to make sure that makes sense. Yeah. So, basically... Yes, yeah, so you're right. It is Aemond yes. that fought him. So, to try this... to get the Baratheons... Because Baratheons are a huge house, and they need... who Both sides want the Baratheons on their side. So, Allison Hightower sends Aemond, the 19-year-old fiery temper. I think he's, like, the third son. Yeah, they're like, hey, man, find one of them d- daughters... And marry the heck out of her. He's like done, and and Rhaenyra does the same thing to well, her second son. Sort of. Son. He basically, um, they don't expect the uh, the 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 Greens to be there yet. So they send her. Big thing is she needs to use her children in a smart way without accidentally sending them off to get killed. And she's thinking, okay, my second. Son, I think he's only like fourteen years old or something. Right. Like that. And or the Brathian, in her mind, the Brathians are pretty much a lock. So she's and they're just, not super worried. Yeah. So she's like, send him, you know, to um. Oh, what's their what's the Baratheon? I have zero house. idea. I'll t- Storm's oh, Storm's, Storm's in. in. I thought course. you were like asking me who Papa Baratheon was at this oh, point. No, like, I have no, no idea. idea. Now she sees him there, thinking this is a very low risk. Not a big situation. deal. She sends the the older one farther away because it's a farther, you know, trip. A lot more peril regardless yeah. so, so it's like raining um he gets in there and he's like oh baratheon man is what's this and amond from the greens is already there and he seems to be a shrormy cocky sov asshole does yeah. he fly vagar yes he does yeah, yeah so, he flies vagar the big old dragon yeah. that's his dragon um so they meet in the hall of Storm's Inn, and the Lord of Storm's Inn is basically like, listen, I can't allow you guys to fight here, yeah. but I can't make you do anything once you leave. Yeah, and Aegon wants to kill him. Lucerys. Aemond. Aemond. Aemond, Jesus. All their names. Aemond. Aemond One-Eye. Just call him One-Eye. Oh, One-Eye wants to kill him because it's war, you know, whatever. The battles haven't started yet, but he's like, listen, punk, your, your side has said many bad things about my side. I'm going to make you death. So... Yeah, Baratheon kicks him out, and uh, Lucerys tries to run away, but you know they end up. What ends up happening is they have a dragon ass dragon fight. Yeah, and I mean, and Vagar is just so huge. He's huge. I'm looking now, and it says she's five times the size of of Arax. That's Luke's Lucerys dragon. Yeah, and just yeah, dead. And it sounds dead. like he does <laughs> the best he can. He does what he can, but I mean that dragon, I mean, Vagar is huge and old. Yeah. And, and, and smart. Th- it's the it's the strongest, biggest dragon around, you know. Yeah. He she is the like you send Vagar towards the battle, the battle's over. Yeah. Uh so yeah, he, uh, Lucerys dies, and that's sort of the point of no return, because that is a child that's, you know, gone, dead. And and that's really when things start to get bloody. Now, yes. now that an actual yeah, an actual child has been yeah. killed. Everything's crazy. So, and and at this point, too, so Rhaenyra's husband, Damon, mm-hmm. and this is not even his kid, actually. Oh, really? It's the other one? Yeah. Um, he's like, he sends a letter 
And he says, an eye for an eye, a son for a son. Lucaris, or Lucerys will be avenged. Yeah, and apparently Damon was <laughs> a, how would you describe him? He uh, got dirty in his time. Uh, yeah. So he knew the, the right bad people in Flea Bottom. He still had people in King's Landing, Yeah, because he had spies. Yes. So he gets word to some thug-ass thugs, some gangsters in Flea Bottom, and they sneak in through, you know, secret passages. Because there's tons of secret passages in King's Landing, like in the Red Keep. Like, there's all sorts of holes and tunnels yeah. and ways for people to get in that no one knows about. Yeah. And they burst into, was it Helena's? Helena Targaryen? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the wife of... Of Aegon II, which who is the one is, that's trying to be technically the king because he's yeah. sitting on the Iron Throne. Um, and he's... <laughs> This is the most messed up thing that happens in this story. So, Helena and Aegon, brother and sister, Mm -hmm. have three children together. They have twins, Jaehaerys and Jaehaera, who are like six. And then they have two-year-old Maelor. Yeah. And they come in, Blood and Cheese are the name of the dudes. Yeah, that's like what history has remembered them as. Yeah, we don't remember their names. Um, And they're like, we're going to kill one of your kids. Listen. Either you, to, you either you tell us or we'll get bored and start raping the older one right now. Well, yeah, they, they said we're gonna kill one of your sons. Yeah, they don't they don't actually threaten the girl except for to say if you don't pick, we're gonna we're gonna rape your six year old daughter. Yeah. So he's like, you have to pick which one to survive, and she obviously freaks out, and yeah, she ends up picking her two year old son to die. Yeah, she's maybe like, hoping, Maylor's young; he like, won't understand. Yeah, maybe hoping, and like you know, and and Jaehaerys is her the heir to the throne right now. And right. So they're like. Oh, good. You don't. You want Mailer to die? We're gonna kill the other one. They kill the other one. They basically look at Mailer like, remember this. Remember that your mother picked you to die. Yeah, and you're alive. And uh, so this and that essentially gets Helena out of the the war. Oh yeah, because she goes crazy after. Obviously, and she has a a pretty sounds like decent dragon herself called Dreamfire. And Bing Bang, not just hers gone, but the dragon, dragon. too, because she Cause won't write it. Well, that's a huge thing that happens that we learn about in this story. A lot of dragon lore, and some of the lore with the dragons is that dragons only really have one rider, and not every dragon will even accept a rider. Right. It's very hard. You kind of have to just, you have to have Targaryen blood. Well, that's what they, they well, they say that. They, they say, say that. you have to have Targaryen blood. Hey, man, I, I believe it. You know what well, I'm saying? Blood I, of the dragon. Some, yeah, but there's some things that happen later that make me feel like that might not be true. Maybe it helps to have. Yeah. Targaryen blood. Anyway, it the loss of Helena basically means that that dragon can't be ridden. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, the, one small thing that the uh, Greens are doing at this time, too, is uh, birthing more dragons uh, yes. or capturing so, them. Yes, that's true. Um, Where's the Blacks? No, the, no, the Blacks. Because they're at Dragonstone. Exactly. So there's some the wild dragons that we mentioned earlier that are on Dragonstone, and they're like, okay... The thing that's going to turn the tide in this war is that we need more dragons. Because if we have more dragons, then we can win. Yeah, and these are secret dragons, too. They, you know, they they know who has dragons. You know, like, oh, we got this one, we got that one. Okay, we can kind of pay attention based on rumors from, like, shepherds and stuff about flying dragons. We mm-hmm. can keep a basic idea. The yeah. war of information. But if we can capture some of these, you know, drag these uh uh, uh, wild dragons, yeah. as well as um, or use some tra- of the old ones that don't have riders exactly. anymore. And they, 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 a really cool thing is this concept of so in and around Dragonstone, you know, for the past however many thousand years or so, the people have all the kind of the the small folk have kind of revered the Targaryens. So they the the, the prima natra the whole uh, you can have sex with my 
wife on our wedding night is not only enforced but kind of an honor yeah because if you if, if the women got pregnant and had targaryen you know children targaryen ambassadors they were like that's kind of a good thing it was a sign not only was it you know it, like practically a good thing because sometimes the targaryens would give them gifts but it was like also sort of a sign of like good luck and right favor. Were, overall it was it was a more positive thing than you would assume exactly like so there's hella targaryen blood walking around and they call them seeds which seeds. i thought was very interesting um, consider someone brought this up. The whole like the seed is strong. And it's like, Ooh. whoa, does that have anything to do with exactly. that? Maybe not. Whatever. Yeah. But so they, they're they, a lot of target half Targaryens. Yeah, walking and the, around. the idea is only Targaryens can ride the dragons again. Whether that's, that's what they say. So they basically the the blacks put out a call to be like, hey, does anyone want to come and try to ride some of these wild dragons slash old dragons that don't have riders anymore? Yeah. And a lot of people die trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy got lucky and only lost an arm. Burn, just people burnt to a crisp. Yeah, but some people do succeed. Yeah, and there's a, some people that are, you know, from both uh, commoners to um, not so commoners yeah. alike. So some of the ones that – so there's Hard Hugh Hammer, and he takes the dragon Vermithor – who was the dragon of um, old King Jaehaerys. And Ulf White takes the dragon Silvering, which is Alison Targaryen. That's the one that the Queen's Tower up at the, the wall is named after her. Oh. Good Queen Alison. Oh. Yeah, that's her. Uh, he takes her a dragon. Um, there, what's the other one? Adam Valerian. He was uh, a bastard, but they legitimized him because he was able to take the dragon sea smoke mm-hmm. and then most interestingly so there's three wild dragons that no one has ridden ever yeah. cannibal and gray ghost and then um dra- and sheep stealer right sheep stealer like they each have their own little personalities cannibal all like eats other dragons eats dragons uh the other one gray ghost just kind of eats fish and like hangs out he by the hangs water, out by the water and, and you see him in the mist sheep stealer like steals a lot of sheep and he eats like, them yeah it's kind of it made me laugh just thinking like the personality, like, oh, like, oh, well, it's me, this dragon, I like mm-hmm. sheep. <laughs> so there's a peasant girl they describe as being brown and, like, kind of dirty and young named Nettles, or that's what they're, she's called anyway. Yeah. Um, and she is able to l- gain the trust of Sheep Stealer by bringing him sheep every morning until he gets used to her, and then she's able to ride him. Yeah. Now, from description of her, she doesn't sound like Targaryen at all and I, I think there were doubts in the story of whether she even is a targaryen yeah. seed i bet they're so, like well i mean she did it so she must have some somewhere okay geez. but I, I think it definitely opens up the doubt that like maybe you don't have to be targaryen to ride right. the dragon like maybe maybe it's more difficult to yeah. not but and on their on their side they don't care there's like just try if you do it good for us but mm-hmm. um well, let's skip forward a little bit, and that actually ended up biting them in their asses hard because yeah. uh, Hard Hugh Hammer was a was he the blacksmith that became yes. So yeah, he was kind of got power drunk. He the, did, and oh, and Ulf White too. Yeah, Ulf White luckily liked to drink himself right into a stupor. Yeah, he was um, a little bit less dangerous. Yeah, but the issue is that these guys had not only gone from being normal people, but gone from normal people with dragons, and even more than that, badass dragons. Yeah. Like strong dragons. So so basically Hardhue's Hammer says to himself, like, well, why stop it being a lord? Why couldn't I be a king? Right, because since he conquered the dragon, he became a lord. And what happens is a series of betrayals where 
instead of saying, yeah, I'll help out, he wants to be a king himself. And yeah. that ends poorly <laughs> for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, everyone starts betraying everyone. Like, yeah. I can't, I, I, it is. I think we just hit some of the whatever. Points. It's almost impossible to, to, like, keep up. Yeah, there's this one. Is that dude, um, is that Eamon, the, who has sea smoke or whatever it is? Is he the one that is flying around doing really good? Caesar is Adam. Adam yeah, Villar- well, I think he Villarian. was flying around, being doing really, yeah, really good. Yeah, he was. Get, was re- getting really caught off guard by how you know much he, how, how much he was fighting well. And this is after there's been hella battles. Yeah. Um, the Aegon, the king Aegon at this time, he gets essentially defeated, sort of, and his dragon gets wounded a lot, and uh, he, he gets taken out of the battle. Yeah. He gets covered in oh, he's like horrific burn, and he's like basically out of commission for like a year. Yeah, and he gets super hyped on uh, milk of the poppy, and it's just like yeah. completely. And so basically, Aemon, the one-eyed one, kind of has to take over. Right, and so he's rolling around with Vigar. He's like the um, what's the word you call it for the person that's ruling the? It's not the hand. But no, what it's is like that called? The re- he's the regent. Regent. He's yeah. the regent, not like, the king. Like what Cersei is exactly. Um and. Uh, Aegon's dragon, uh, Sunfire, like can't fly, so he's just kind of hanging out. It's so sad to hear about like the dragons and like their injuries, like how messed up they get. Like yeah. their wings are all broken, and they like can't fly. Well, and... Lose eyeballs pretty oh, quickly because it's, 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 like it. it's a weakness. But um, there's also again, this is like year two of <laughs> of the war. There's also like this ginormous. A riot that takes place oh, at yeah, King's, Landing. King's Landing. Yeah. So this is nothing compared to the riots that have taken place during the Game of Thrones time. Oh yeah, then this is this is cr- like thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, and all the like small people are like, "Fuck you!" Right. Or, and do we and want I think it? at this point, and like a lot of the gold cloaks are turning against. Right, because at this point, Rhaenyra has taken over King's Landing. Yeah, she does. Like she does take over at some yes. point. So she's technically the queen. Yeah. Vigar like and all of them are gone. A, for like, yeah, because a lot of the drag. I mean, there's so many battles and like so many people die. Yeah. Like half the drag. I mean, almost all these dragons die. Yes. <laughs> By the end of it, all but a few dragons are dead. Yeah, there's a very very few left. Um. So Rhaenyra does take King's Landing and yes. is technically the queen. But it's for a like tenuous hold of half a year. Yeah. And, and the small folk at first were like, okay, this is pretty good. But they quickly turn on her. Yeah. And I forget exactly what sparked it as much. Maybe there was, I like to think there was agents of the other people. I mean, but I sure, assume there was. I think it's part of, partly like some of these like dragon scene people were like, well, why don't you just follow me? And yeah. True. There's like people. Yeah. And there's there also. Whole, yeah. Um, they wouldn't let people in or out, and at first people wanted to get in because it was dangerous, then people wanted to leave because it was dangerous. I mean, that's exactly what was happening in Game of Thrones, too. Right. So, what ends up happening is there's this huge, huge, huge riot, and they have to kind of just sick the the army and the gold cloaks, but a lot of the gold cloaks go over, and they barely have enough to contain, um, the riot. They kind of just let it burn out, but what happens is... The, the riders break into the, um, uh, what is it? The dragon pit or whatever. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. There's like the dragon pit where all the dragons are and they, being it, held. Yeah. And hundreds of them die, but they're tired of having these dragons just be these horrific, you know, blights upon. And just like murder thousands and thousands of people as exactly. collateral damage. And exactly. they're like, fuck that. We're right. killing these things. Yeah, so they, they, there's, like, stories of them rushing in 
and then finally killing um, the last dragons that are chained up um, and in King's Landing. And it's pretty rough because, you know, <clears throat> these guys, these are the dragons that they want to eventually uh, use to breed, use to get other new riders. But, yep, some smith stabs in the yeah. head is dead. Another really big battle that happens during this Dance of Dragons was at a town called Tumbleton. And there's two different battles there. The first part of it is, you know, obviously the blacks and the greens. And in this battle, the two, um, this is Hugh Hammer and, and Ulf, the sot, they yeah. called him, uh, were f- fighting for the blacks, but then they changed sides in the middle of the battle. So things started going poorly for them there. <laughs> um, and then more sh- there was like another battle at Tumbleton. And that town was basically completely destroyed because of this and like never rebuilt again. Yeah. There's a lot of like li- battle, like not, I was gonna say little battles. They're not little. There's just a lot of battles described in mm-hmm. this novella that I can't, I, I just can't even remember. Yeah. It, like there's, there's this one that's like, there's some ships coming over from the free cities. <laughs> and then they, they're not expecting a dragon. And then a dragon just pops up and just lays waste to oh, them. Yeah. It's horrific. But, you know, at, when all said and done, tons of these people are dead. Um, what happens is everyone thinks Aegon's the second is either gone, dead, hopped up on milk of the poppy. Not with, a not a player anymore. Exactly. Same with some fire. They went to go try to kill it once when he was just chilling. Yeah, and the dragon like disappears. <laughs> yeah, it disappears for a long time. Fast forward, you know, six months to a year later, and. Renera goes to back to to um Dragonstone, right? Because she's like, okay, I can't be here. I can't be in King's Landing anymore. I give up. I'm going back home. Yeah, and we're safe, and I know everyone's loyal there. Yeah, and Aegon, the horribly burned Aegon, pops up with um, Sunfire and attacks her. And I don't think she's flying a dragon at this point, but her granddaughter. Who's oh, yeah. writing? Was it Moondance or something like that? Which is wait, is this? It wasn't her grand. It was like her. Um, yeah, that's true. I doubt she has. A, no, it wasn't a granddaughter. You can't say granddaughter because they're so. No, it was actually her um, stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is such a tiny dragon, but she was so fast fighting Sunfire, who had a limp. Is it still called a limp if you're flying? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I said for the dragon, <clears throat> yeah. it's a limp. Well, it's in its wing. Yeah. And, uh, you can't fly correctly because her, her wing was Exactly. And eventually, they get tangled up and crash like a mighty meteor hitting the ground. Yeah. Aegon jumps off. Breaks his, his... He shatters his hips. Both of his legs and stuff like that. And um, Queen Alice... Uh, Renera... Rene- I, that's a hard word to say. Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. I, that's what I say. I don't know if that's right. Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Uh, she shows up and uh, he's, he's like, well, you got me. <laughs> yeah. And they feed her to Sunfire. Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot that happened. I was really messed up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they describe. In front of her son, her, her, what she thinks is her last son. She actually has two sons left. But she thinks it's her last one. She doesn't know the other one's alive. Uh, All of her children. So she had Oh, that's right. Because they keep. They keep Aegon, whatever, probably. They keep him alive. Which Aegon is this? Um, so or let, me, let me um let me uh consult my family tree again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um so at this point so she had five sons. Jace, Luke, Joff, super dead. 
all the ones that were from her first marriage. So she, all this left is Aegon the Third mm-hmm. and Viserys. Um, she has Aegon with her, and they're like, "Well, we got to keep him alive, right?" To you know, bribe because at this point, war this isn't over. I mean, the, it's basically over, but there's still people there's, on yeah, the black side. The blacks they are would still kind of fighting about. She doesn't know. Oh, Viserys to her other son. Um, he was kidnapped by a Tairashi captain. And that's why she doesn't. She just assumes he's dead. But I, I think, from what I understand from family trees that I've looked at online, he actually was not dead. Okay. Yeah. Does he come back at all? Is he like a player for whatever? I think so. Let me look at my other family tree. There's so guys are. You so need to find the one with their faces. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I would like that one. Um. Yeah. No, he definitely comes. Comes back. Um. Is it that Viserys? Oh yeah, actually the other. Okay, he becomes king. Yeah, he eventually becomes king. He actually is the like he is Daenerys like great grandfather. That's the line that she came from. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. not from Aegon the Third. Yeah, so that was our. Oh wait, we forgot one of the most badass battles. Which one? Between Prince Daemon, Rhaenyra's husband, uh-huh. and then Aemond One Eye over the God's Eye and their dragons. Yeah. So Aemond, Daemon. Not Aemon, God. <laughs> Prince Damon is at Heron Hall, and he's basically like, I just want to fuck up Aemon. Yeah. And, but the I thing is, him. for most of the battle, for most of the war, Damon is at Heron Hall just chilling. But the thing is, they need Heron Hall, and they need him. And does he right. have Syraxes or whatever? No, he has, let me. Cyrax? Caraxes. 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 He has um, and, da- which, and Aemond has Vagar, which is yeah, like the and, biggest and badass. And both of them are really badass dragons, so keeping them, think of them as like a zone of influence. He has to be there. Right. Like, I mean, he's still doing stuff. Like, he's doing lots of like letter writing and getting people to right. And he has all his he, or whatever. It, he, yeah, they actually try to kill him uh, many times or talk about killing yeah. him many times because he sounds to both be kind of a son of a bitch and incredibly charismatic. Yeah, and very smart, and too. Very smart. Yeah. yeah. And they say that the only things that he does bad is kind of, he's kind of brash. He kind of reminds really... me of Oberyn Martell a little bit, actually. Really? I didn't really get yeah. yeah, I could see that. Just like very, like, I don't know, smart and like handsome and I, I don't know. Yeah. But a badass, like in battle. Yeah. So he lures Aemond. Out to Heron Hall. Uh, I actually forget specifically how he gets him to I come out there. I think he leaves Heron Hall. Oh, he leaves. That's he, like, right. Abandons he it. acts like he leaves it. Aemon goes to Heron Hall. Oh no! Look, it is Damon with. Oh, again, like we keep forgetting things that had happened. Well, we, we're not necessarily forgetting. Just well, I just think this is an important part of the story. Mm-hmm. So Damon Targaryen had been flying around with one of these. "Quote unquote seeds." I don't know if she really was nettles who had the dragon sheep stealer. They'd been around in the Riverlands, like you know, patrolling, doing stuff there. And uh, after Ulf White and Hardhue Hammer betrayed the Blacks, Rhaenyra was like, "Okay, I can't t- chance having any more of these non-Targaryens running dragons. Right. Like, I can't do that. We're gonna have we're gonna have to kill nettles. Like, she's got to die." Yeah, and uh, nettles is. It sounds like doing good, you know. Yeah, and, and Nettles has been with Damon, and there's been rumors that maybe they're maybe lovers. there's some sort of sex happening. So when Damon finds out about this, he's pretty pissed off, and basically it conspires with whatever, I forget what castle they're at. It's one of the Riverlands people mm-hmm. um, to let her escape, and she goes. So after yeah. that, that's when he goes to Hall and lures Aemon in. Yeah, so he takes a bit of... 
a little bit of treason. He's like, all right, get out of here, Nettles. Yeah. Um, that's his wife that he's being like, nope, nope. not following I'm still, saying. and that being said, he's still fighting the battle. Right. And then he finds. Yeah, he's not like betraying her. He's just like, I'm not going to do this This thing. one thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what happens to Nettles and her dragon. Yeah, we never, them. like, as far as the princess and the queen goes, we have no idea what happens to her. But she and her dragon fly away. Yeah. Off to the not sunset. Dead. Not dead. Yeah. And Somewhere. then uh, Darion and... Um, Damon. Damon, Jesus. I know. I can't... It's too... There is a Darion Targaryen. That's uh, one of... Um, it's like Egg's uncle? Uh, that's one of Allison's. That's one of the other side's kids. Okay. He's actually pretty decent. Like, he's one of the not assholes on the green side. Anyway. Damon and Aemon have a badass dragon fight over the god's eye. And... And in the dragons go, they're like in a tangle together. Mm-hmm. Damon jumps from his dragon onto Vagar and stabs Aemon through his eyeball hole where his eyeball used to be. That is not, that's bad. You don't want that to happen to you. I do, you don't want it to happen to you, but it is very cool to read about. Yes. Um, and then they both plunge with their dragons into the god's eye and the dragons die, and they find the skeleton, or the corpse, of Aemond, but they never do find the corpse yeah, of Yeah, the, the god's eye is that river, or, excuse me, the, the lake, lake um, next with the to island. Hall with the island, which yeah. is called, well, it's called the god's eye, with, that has, like, um, <clears throat> um, was it that children of the forest type, yeah. werewoldy type stuff on it? It's mystical. So, yeah. So, yeah. my... And, pe- and thus ends Vagar and... Call all the drag. I mean, there's a few that are left over at the end, but not very many. Right, 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 right. Um, is there any other points you wanted to hit on? No, I, I, I mean, there's so in the, many. In the end, we're skipping so, like oh, so five a- foot battles, and I, I guess it is important to say that so Rhaenyra is eaten by the dragon, so Aegon is king, but not for long. <laughs> Afterward, uh, the the one that wanted to be king, like that started all this mess, he's only king for like six months after that, and then he dies. So, all yeah, but of it, they, they, all that's not how the book ends, though. They just basically say, like, yeah, shit. It's not. Terrible. That's just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But that's just information that I yeah. I knew to be true. Um, so, like, all that for nothing, man. They both only reign for, like, half a year each. Yeah, man, just uh, give it to them dragons, get it, trim it down a little bit. Um, I believe that uh, Aegon was, was called the, like, dragon slayer or something the like that. The dragon bane, or yeah. the unlucky. But I think he, <laughs> I think he... Oh, no, no, that's a different Aegon. That's a different Aegon? God. Targaryen, stop it. Which Aegon? I'm so, I just, again, if this is, like, real confusing for you, I'm sorry, but that's just, it's, it's confusing yeah, to we, read. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we know more about Game of Thrones than most people. And I, not everyone, not even all of you, but, uh, in fact, we know for sure that many of you know when we do, I, but this was tough. I researched it for a long time this morning, trying to untangle things, and granted, I'm more invested in, like, what this means for later stuff, so I kept getting kind of distracted right. with theories, which we're going to talk about next, but um, I feel like I have a decent grasp of what happened in it, but I just can't remember. Again, it's a 30,000-word novella. Like, a lot happens in it. Yeah. Um, I definitely recommend reading it. Read it while... Taking notes. Take Ambien. As nerdy as is that, that is. that the one that makes you pay attention? No, that's um, the ADD med. Ambien. No, not Ambien's for sleepy. Oh, we made this joke the other night. <laughs> we did. Adderall. Adderall. Take some Adderall and Take get real Adderall. into Game of Thrones. Read all of We're Game of Thrones. We're not doctors. Don't night. listen to us. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good 
threads on westrest.org about this. Mm -hmm. There's stuff on the um, Song of Ice and Fire subreddit on on Reddit. Uh, Lots of family trees. Again, I'm going to post them in the post with this podcast on Geekly Inc. if you'd like to look at them. I found there were two different family trees that were very helpful to me. There was one that was specific to this story, to the princes and the queen, that was just mostly these these families. And then there was a family tree that went all the way from Aegon the Conqueror yeah. all the way up to Daenerys. I'll have to show you the one with the faces. I would like to see yeah. that one. That would help me because the artwork, it really does help you remember who's who. Yeah. A lot. Because it was like, oh, Aegon the Fourth is bad because he's he has a giant, he, yeah, oh yeah, like, he's, face he, angry man. He's an asshole. Yeah, that one's yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, so that's thus ends our vaguely spo- spoilerific um, section on the Princess and the Queen. We are now going to move on to a uh, spoiler filled. What does this mean for Game of Thrones on a whole? Yeah. Um, Implications. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading, uh, reading, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. And you can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. And you can find the whole sort of shebang at Cast of Thrones. You can also follow Geekly Inc. to keep in contact with some of the other stuff we do. Or head on over to www.geeklyinc.com to see what is going on down there. Um, but that, that I think, is all for this little chunk. Yeah, so stick around if you want to hear spoilers from all five of the books and all the Dunkin' Eggs series, too. Yeah. All right. It's a spoiler time, it's a spoiler time (laughs) Put away your hats, it's time to mine All those facts and all those deaths Maybe this guy is alive He's Cereal Pharrell (laughs) That was a great song to have, Tim Wow, I'm so impressed I made it up on the spot, I was really I felt like I was just in the zone Yeah. So yeah, we're a spoiler zone So if we accidentally say so-and-so dies but he's going to be reborn as Azora High and become one of the heads of the dragons with Daenerys because he's obviously Rhaegar's son. Oh God. So here's my thing. with Ra- You were saying that this doesn't really have anything to do with Game of Thrones so much. And I stand by it. Oh, no, you're wrong. And here's why. I I mean, I don't know 100%, obviously, but I'm projecting um, that this is good. So the Blackfire Rebellion thing, I think this is setting up. I think two things are going to be happening. Based off this, I think we're going to be seeing another Dance of Dragons later, and maybe in the Winds of Winter slash A Dream of Spring. Oddly enough, not in the book A Dance with Dragons. No, mm. not in A Dance of Dragons. Can anyone explain to me why that book is called that? I probably can, because it got too long, and he already said what he's going to call it, and he's like, fuck. And so we probably will go to Dance with Dragons, but <laughs> it probably was supposed to happen way earlier, but old talk face over there. Yeah. But I think... I think that the whole Dance of Dragons theme is going to come up again. And I think the whole Blackfire Rebellion thing is going to come up again. So the seeds of the Blackfire... This will be the third Dance of Dragons then. Yeah. So the Blackfire Rebellion seeds of that are planted in this story. Or like explanations for why things happen, why Mm -hmm. that happened, are started here. Because there's this whole concept in this novella about like... Trueborn children, lines of secession, and I, I hear what you're saying, and allow me to interrupt before you solidify your argument more. But <laughs> you know the fact that this happened here, you know this is the first time it happened, and yes, it does have help the Blackfire stuff happen in and of itself. But I'm not even sure if how like what the the death total was of the Blackfire Rebellion versus this. So it's like no, I don't think it. But that's not what I'm talking. 
that's not even what I'm saying. It's not the death toll stuff. It's the whole, like, who should be my successor? Who should be my heir? And the fact that Viserys one was like, I'm going to buck the, you know, primogenitor and be like, no, I want my daughter to be the heir yes. here. That was, like, kind of a first instance of that. The whole reason the Blackfire Rebellion happened was because What's-His-Face... Aegon the Fourth. Aegon the Fourth was like, I'm going to legitimize all my bastards. I love having sex. I'm going to choose... I'm going to mess things up in the line of succession because fuck you. Yeah. So I think that's where it's getting started. But the whole idea of, like, councils being called had happened before and happens again after. So... They wanted a council to be called here to begin with, with Rhaenyra and Aegon to, like, decide yeah. who it would be. And, um, actually, do you remember in the story there was the queen that never was that keep that got mentioned a couple times? Um, she... Oh, was that the badass old lady? Yeah, that was, like, 55. That, right that lady is awesome. We skipped yeah. over her. I wanted to mention her. She's yeah, really no, cool. She was, that's Princess Rhaenys. Rhaenys. Um, so, basically, she... Yeah, she's awesome. There were two different councils dealing with her, and she was passed over twice she was older. Passed over twice for her younger brothers. So that was to the councils. Uh-huh. And then later, there's a council that puts Egg from Duncan Egg yeah. as the king instead of his older brothers. Yeah. So there's this this thing of like there there's rules for secession, but they Let's don't but they don't always follow them. And I think that kind of sets up. Yeah, Black, I don't know. I think it yeah, lays the it, the ground for the Blackfire Rebellion to happen. I get later. that, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, the, it it it. it yeah, it, it makes it much more likely to happen, but it's like, well, this was bad too. What set the scene for this? It was just bad decision making. You know, it was one king saying, I want this person to be my heir. So, well, and that's kind of, that's what Aegon IV does too. You know, he, not, he legitimizes his bastards and he gives one of them a sword. And there you go. There you get the Black right. Rebellion. Well, and. I don't know. It's just interesting because the whole concept of like, well, who's a legitimate Targaryen heir gets really weird when you're all incesty together because I think. Well, yeah, because before they, you know, they were like made a big deal when they first started marrying other houses, you know, when they. Yeah. When they, the guy that brought in Dorne was like married to Dorne. So like, and they're like not okay with it. But like specifically, so Rhaenyra's sons were Aegon III, Viserys II. So Aegon III was king for a bit. Viserys II was king for a bit. His children, Aegon IV, Nerys, and Aemon the Dragon Knight. I, they're mentioned in Game of Thrones books mm-hmm. at some point. So Aegon and Nerys were married. There's rumors that Nerys and her brother Aemon, who were not married, had children together. And that's why Aegon IV legitimized all his bastards to basically be like, fuck you, wife. I know you were screwing around on me, and I'm going to legitimize all my bastards yeah. now. But, like, it's kind of dumb because, well, they're... It's still like a full Targaryen, just they just weren't married. Yeah. So who gives a shit? Yeah, he was having bastards with like tavern ladies. Oh my god, stuff. he had like six or seven mistresses. Yeah. And that's where Blood Raven came from. He was one of yeah. his sons through one of his mini mistresses. I think we're getting away from the prince and the queen though. I, I know. I don't think it has that but much to do with it. I'm just getting honest honestly to be honest with you guys, I just got really, really into the Targaryen family trees. They today. should he should have done a Blackfire book. Oh that have been so much I think better. it's gonna come up I don't know. I don't I know what I'm saying. Well but, you know. I see I think the Blackfire stuff's gonna come up same with, you know, Brand basically probably being with Blood Raven. I mean that's Blood Raven, but yeah, now that we, it's like so. This is a a a, uh, a nerd reference within a nerd reference. Uh, in World of Warcraft, 
you f- ally yourself with these things called the Golden Time Dragons, uh, like this guy named Kronos. So mm-hmm. it's their way of bringing you back to things that already happened. So it's like it's a real world conceit for a real World of Warcraft conceit, a lore reason for them to bring you to story things that they just think is cool. Yeah. So it's possible that Bran could go inside the Werewood net and then yeah. we might have entire Bran chapters that explain a little bit of this Dance of Dragons. Maybe he we'll sees see. the Doom of Valyria, which doesn't make sense because I don't think werewolves go uh, that far. Yeah, that might but, work. Which I think is where the first Dance of Dragon takes place. Um, and, you know, the Blackfire stuff. All that being said, you know, I think one thing that makes me nervous is that what if he, uh, Jar Jar, got um, in his head that maybe he didn't, um, he didn't, he wasn't going to have adequate dragon fights in the the main books. He just was like, here's so some he dragons. Yeah. Honestly, that'd be, I'm, I'd be okay with that too, because the dragon fights are really cool in it. But I, I enjoy this. I enjoy Dunkin' Egg, but. I don't want anything that happens in their books to detract from the main feed, so to speak. Right. Well, so I mean, that's just—I mean, this is me just pulling my, my George R. R. Martin's creative muse. I could. He right. Well, unless you go and threaten him at his house, I don't think that's going to happen. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, as far as things that are real implications, one interesting thing that I noticed, um, in the Princess and the Queen. A lot of people have dragons, but it's also mentioned that a lot of people just have an egg, especially the younger kids. Their egg hasn't hatched yet. Um, one, uh, so everything's very confusing in describing who is who. So Rhaenyra's husband, Damon, had two daughters from his first marriage that were twins. One of them, Raina, she had a dragon egg that hatched, but it was a stillborn dragon egg. And so she was given three dragon eggs, hoping that one would hatch. She is later called Raina Apentos. She ends up going there. Who's in Pentos? Uh, Illyrio. Illyrio's in Pentos. Who had three dragon eggs? Uh, Illyrio. And he gave them to Danny. Yes. So I wonder if those are the same ones. It's possible. Because someone was saying, no, they'd be too old. And like, no way. You don't know how a dragon egg works. Like, those no, I mean, he makes it shit. sound like they're super old. He makes it sound like they're They didn't old. think they were going to hatch, but they yeah. did. Maybe for magic or maybe it's just how, because well, that's how dragon eggs work. Let's not forget the fact that Danny is impervious to fire. Oh, she's Targaryen. Fr- I forget about that sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's interesting, I guess. It is interesting. What do you mean, you guess? That's very interesting. I mean, I'm just saying. It's just such a, I, it's, it's, like just, a, well, it's like one sentence. Well, also, it makes me feel. It's one sentence, yes, but it also makes me be like, well, is Illyria part Targaryen? My understanding is that he's a Blackfire. Or a Blackfire. Yeah. My, hey, guys, everyone is a secret Targaryen or a secret Blackfire. Yeah. My, it's super or true. he married a Blackfire, is actually what I heard. Mm, and a, and actually, Aegon is his son. Oh. And that's how he's a Blackfire. Guys, we're talking about the Aegon from. Dance with Dragons, that's with John Connor. One of the 95 Aegons. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, but I Tim mean, and I got, speaking of, speaking of Aegon, Tim and I got in a very long discussion earlier today regarding secession, and I was worried that, like, well, basically, Danny, if Aegon's real, she has no claim to the throne. Well, and then I got back to at Jennifer and said, if they do what they did in this book and they don't go by the mail, line then she does because Rhaegar was technically never king no but that doesn't matter well it i mean again i don't know if westeros is going by the strict uh rules of primogenitor 
But right. as far as primogenitor goes, it doesn't matter if he wasn't king. If he was in the line, it still should go to his son. Right. If that's the way you're going. Yeah, but... I don't th- think Danny's going to take to that well at all. Well, yeah, and I, and I think <laughs> that, you know, a plus to this book is to show, like, they, yeah, they don't really take the every bit of um, the rules to heart. No. Especially the, the, the quote-unquote line, because... Uh, I think they said like one fourth of all Targaryens are insane. Right. So I think they kind of. Well, even like the Viserys one that started the whole Dance of Dragons thing, he straight up was like, uh, I know this is a rule, but I don't care. I want my daughter to be the, yeah. the heir. Right. So, but there's no one there to say that. It's just Daenerys being like, well, I want to do it. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe they'll just get married and be like, see, look how Targaryen we are. We'll just get married. But I also don't know if I see Danny doing that either. Cause it'd be like, she's like, I can see Danny being like, I don't want you to be the king. I want to be the queen. You can be my consort, but I don't. I don't want to like let you have any power. Yeah, I don't if, think she'd if be. If there's a name for a king that implies king second consort, place. yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think that's what it's called. King consort, like queen consort. Yeah, I would say consort, comma king, because you know what that yeah. king being the first name. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm coming from. I don't. I, I think that's a thing. Anyway, I'm I know not it sure is, but true. I'm just, I'm coming at you with because queen consort is a term. So if queen consort is a term, then king consort can be the term too. Sure. <laughs> um, was there anything else, like, implication-wise that you wanted to talk about? I, just, I Me? Could, no. I could talk about the Targaryen Yeah, but here's the thing. Forever. Like, they give you, like, a third of a sentence, and then you're like, oh, which reminds me of this thing. So it's like, yeah, it's neat. But it's like, it doesn't really add all that much. Okay, well, here are questions that I had after reading. Okay. Um, I want to know more about Alice Rivers, who was the lover of Aemond Targaryen, the one-eyed guy. Because... It specifically, t- so the, the family tree that I was looking at that got me thinking about this is like, it's listing everyone's titles and stuff, and it has Alice Rivers, sorceress, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, but it, it does mention her seeing things in fire and water, whatever. So she sees visions. And it mentions and she's this pregnant. and prince, the princess yes. and queen. Got yeah. It. So I want to make sure. Eamon says something about her seeing stuff, <laughs> seeing visions, like he already knew something because she'd seen it. And it also talks about her like riding on the back of the dragon with him. Hugely pregnant. We have no idea what happens to her. So I'm like, what happened to the baby? What? Is there like something like, did they go on to do like, mm-hmm. be some sort of half targ somewhere? I don't know. Uh, it's just that they're, it's so far, far back. It's like any of these questions become I just more was, or less moot. I just thought it was interesting to bring up a pregnant person and then not ever address it again. It just makes me be like, what happened to her and the yeah. baby? Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of caught off guard by the lack of Targaryens in the modern era, so to speak. Tim and I were also talking about that earlier today. Like, are there really, is there really only Daenerys is and Daenerys possibly the only one Aegon? left? I just don't believe that. I think there have to be other ones somewhere. And it sounds like during um, King Aerys' time, her dad, there was like four Targaryens, five Targaryens. Yeah, I just think there's other ones somewhere else. Hidden. Hidden. Or they were like part Targaryen. There's definitely like bastard ones. Yeah, there's like you were like quote unquote cousins. Was like, but they're all dead. They all died. It sounds like. Man, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical. They all kill themselves here, and then they kill themselves at Blackfire rebellions. Um, another question that I had after Mm -hmm. finishing was, can are Targaryens really the only ones that can ride dragons? Like, is the fact because they're very into that, but I just don't know if that's true. And I feel like it makes a difference as far as for Danny and what's going to happen with her three dragons. I will say that that the dragon, you know, raising, writing, whatever, uh, ha- gives us some information to deal with. And I think if you read this before you read any like the 
um, the later books, I assume, of Game of Thrones, you're like, like, okay, well, you know, you gotta have strong will. And- well, because people were, and what I was reading about, um, people are speculating that to be a dragon rider, you have to be a little bit of a warg, like at least a little bit to com- communicate. Because there's two pieces of evidence for that. Number one, when Helena Targaryen died, her dragon was freaking out like across the city at the same time. Yeah. Number two, when Aegon II, the king went to Dragonstone, his dragon found him there. Yeah, like a lost cat. How back. would that dragon know? So there's like a, a concept that maybe there's some sort of like a connection, like a deeper connection I can there. see that. I wouldn't, I would personally not argue warg. I would argue something. that the dragons have. Oh, the dragons sense yeah. something on their own. Maybe the that's what it is too. There's some sort of like supernatural thing going on. Right. With them. Yeah. Because that's what And I wonder if it's a Targaryen think- thing or if it's just a dragon thing. Yeah, I don't really see any reason why it had to be a Targaryen unless... But the Targaryen I, well, really no, it actually definitely could be because a lot of dragons come from Old Valyria where right. the um, so that, Targaryen people are. So they didn't think Nettles was Targaryen, but maybe she was. She might have had some... They probably something. just thought that since she was black. She, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. But maybe she was half or you know, a maybe, quarter or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Maybe the summer island in her was strong or whatever. And speaking of Nettles and then Damon too... Where are they? Because, I mean, maybe Damon is just dead, and they just didn't find Yeah, and it, it's probably like Aegon the Second and Aegon the Third. Oh, there's Nettles dead, you know. It's just... Well, no, it says that she was flown away and was never seen again on a dragon. Ooh. She flew away on a dragon. And that's the history man saying that? Yes. Interesting. So I feel like she flew somewhere with and a dragon. And it is interesting to think... Oh, she's definitely uh, Euron Crozai. <laughs> maybe. Oh, she's, she's a, a dusky, dusky woman! woman. <laughs> I'm into that. Oh, man. Oh, Could you imagine? Oh, oh I gotta go like that. Oh. on the internet. Oh, Nettles is the dusky woman. Please. Please. Uh, yeah, you know, I... Nothing it, on the internet. I'm so disappointed. All we have is that she was never seen again and her skin was dark. <laughs> we have nothing about her being able to live forever. But dragons do kind of live, like, indefinitely. Like, it seems like. I'm... In, in this... And Princess yeah. and the Queen, that one dragon is like almost 200 years old and fine. Like, not a decrepit old dragon, like super strong. Yeah, he, he uh, Vagar is dope as hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if they... I think Vagar's a girl. Yeah, yeah, I think Vagar's definitely a girl. Which is another thing. Guys, I, can you correct me? I thought somewhere in Game of Thrones they said that dragons are neither male nor female. But they definitely talk about male and female dragons in this. And maybe I'm just mixing this up with a different yeah. dragon lore. So if you remember... Please let me know, because I can't remember. <laughs> Help me keep my dragon lore straight, please. Because I can't. I just read too many dragon books. I can't keep it straight. Yeah. And then there was a... Uh, I mean, there's the idea that, like, maybe there's dragons just chilling somewhere that no one knows about. There probably are. Like, like, yeah. Because like, the, the, think about the dragons that were on Dragonstone, just, like, hanging out, doing their thing. They didn't need people. So maybe they're somewhere else. Yeah, but I think Dra- uh, Aegon the Third. One of the Aegons is like called Aegon the Dragon Slayer, because I think he kills the rest of the dragons. There is well, and there's also. And I thought it was Aegon Second because he got burnt and his son Fire died, so he's like. Argh. But that was just. I me don't think so. no. That was dots. a different one. Um, I think that was Aegon the Third. Yeah, that's Rhaenyra's son. I think. Um, there's another thing that the Maesters actually were in league to get rid of dragons because Maesters don't like magic. Magic and dragons are. 
hella magic. magic. And also, they're really dangerous for people. Like, So yeah. I can understand why people would be like, oh, fuck dragons. Get rid of they them. They burn my village and killed all my family, and I hate them. Yeah, I don't want them to die. They're on my side, and then during the war, they actually burned all my archers. Yeah, so I can get why people would do that. Yeah. And there's a concept that the maesters like, were... Like quietly in in league to be like, oh, yeah. let's get rid of these. I uh, yeah, and I assume there's probably a maester that was just sp- uh, spilling hot hot secrets into the ear of one of the Targaryen kings or queens, like, hey, you should kill these people. But yeah. reading how hard it was to tame, ride, learn the the battle tactics. Of being a dragon rider. I was like, how is Daenerys going to figure this out? How is... Well, I mean, she does. She rides... She rides Drogon. She rides, yes. But, but she, she does is, not command him at she all. She is a passenger. She's very... Exactly. Well, that's the first time she ever did it, though. So I think it takes time to be yeah. able to... Well, the fact that she didn't get eaten. Remember the one story from Princess and the Queen where we're talking about that really young boy that got on the dragon for the very first time and flew from the ship that, like, sunk? And he was, like, stinking of piss when he got there and was like terrified because he's never been on a dragon before that, yeah yeah yeah. And he's like and they're doing it again yeah and they're like we need you we, we, we gotta, you gotta do it <laughs> no. um so yeah i i don't know how danny's gonna figure it out with no one else to tell her how but she's got magics so i guess she'll figure it does out she have magics she does have magics she, yeah i bet like drogon is gonna okay so and drogon's like hers so she's gotta find but he's an like, evil dude drogon well he does like to kill children <laughs> yeah he loves it and he kind of like captured her in a like old timey fantasy sort of like yeah well I mean she's like a damsel in distress but we can agree that the Drogon's like her dragon that's like her baby of the three of yes. them Drogon's like her one yeah so you, she's got to find people that's the whole thing the dragon has three heads she's got to find people to, to ride those other Jon Snow and Tyrion Tyrion <laughs> that's what I know I'm not joking I think that's it because I think I really do think. That Tyrion is is half Targaryen. I don't think that. I think I think there's too many horrific. They're like the three main characters. Tyrion's gonna die in the next book. No, (laughs) I won't hear it. No, I think in case you guys haven't heard me mention this story before, I think that Tyrion is the child of Joanna Lannister and the Mad King Aerys, and that he's a Targaryen. And obviously, Jon Snow is Lannis Stark and Rhaegar's baby. Yeah, I mean, it, I could definitely see Daenerys, and then um, uh, Jon Snow, and then maybe Aegon. But, but well, that's the a, odds of them oh, playing nice are very small. But the, but honestly, the whole question of does it have to be a Targaryen to ride the dragon is kind of important because if it doesn't have to be a Targaryen, then she can get someone else. Yeah, Jorah. Oh God, he would love that. Bron Ben Plum. That dragon would eat Jorah. Yeah, I don't think Jorah's strong enough. For I don't his heart. think so. I don't, yeah, I don't think his heart is right. And he's too flammable because he's so hairy. He's so hairy, he would be right in flames immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there any other little tids and bits? I guess since you're going to judge me if I talk more about the Blackfires, we'll, I'll say it. Yeah, it's like, day. well, they, at one point in the book, they said the word Targaryen, which is oddly enough for the Blackfires. Shut part. up. No, I just, I think there's implications for it. If you guys There's small implications. If you guys think I'm not a crazy person, also let me know. I don't think you're Tell wrong, wrong. No, I don't think you're like. Incredibly wrong. I just don't think it, it, it necessitated because this is a fantasy book that didn't need, it didn't need, oh, well, here's why the Blackfire thing happened. Oh, it happened because this thing that killed hella more people, you know? it The Blackfire thing could have happened on its own. It could have been. Yeah, I know. Because the same idea happened. Aegon I, I just... justified not the correct heir. 
Right. Instead I just of think giving it's, dragon stuff. I just think sword. it's giving it's enlightening things for us to explain things. I later think it on. makes the the world itself more deep, but I don't. I I you know I think it's sort of tertiary. Yeah. To the the main thread, so to speak. Um, I still liked it. I think that the characters are all very interesting, and there's if you guys just want to read about like older Targaryens. There, the wiki of Ice and Fire on Wizards.org has tons of information. If you've ever wondered where all that information about those Targaryens comes from, because I've always been like, where are yeah, they I'm getting like, this? What the fuck? They're getting it from direct correspondence with George R. R. Martin. I guess there was an artist. So all that art that's on Wizards.org. commissioned. Yeah, it was, well, he, so basically the guy would be like, hey, George R. R. Martin, like, tell me about some Targaryens and then I'll draw them. Yeah. So that's how he found out and that's where all that information comes yeah. from. So it is right. It's from George R. R. Martin, which granted he also says, if I need to change something to fit I'm with gonna. the book, I'll do it. But that information is from him. So it's. As far as canon can be for characters that have not really yeah, been mentioned, until the canon. the world of ice and fire comes out, and the Targaryen next, this month and next month, and the Targaryen family tree is very interesting. Um, one more qu- just quick little thing that I'll mention, it. go get it. That's just like kind of burning at me. Is that good one? Um, I, I wasn't even trying. So Daenerys is Targaryen, obviously, oh, but there's this whole story that what I mentioned earlier with Aegon the Fourth. Married to Nerys, but Nerys was messing around with her brother on, her other brother on the side. And so, like, some of her children are of dubious paternity. Daenerys is from that line, which I think is really interesting. So, like, it's almost like, is Daenerys even technically trueborn Targaryen? Because her line is questionable. Which I think is an interesting thing to think about. Huh. I mean... So is Ares. So is Rhaegar. So exactly. That's what I'm saying. That whole line is questionable, which I think is is, is it because? But they, the <laughs> correct line ha- were Targaryen and another house too, and that became much more. It's just that they weren't. They're not necessarily trueborn. They don't know. They might be. They're, Effectively, they're, they are. Well, they ha- they have you know silver hair and blonde. They're all Targaryen. Purple. They're definitely Targaryen. It's just are they trueborn? Or are they bastard Targaryens? <laughs> yeah. I just think it's interesting. That's yeah. all I'm saying. For for someone that's like this is this is I But again, true what does heir. it matter? Cuz she is a true heir because her dad was the Targaryen. I know. That was in, in charge with his insanity. I just think it's funny. Silver hair and uh purple eyes. I just think it's funny that someone's like this is my throne and I earned it and blah 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 like way back it's like well, technically you shouldn't have this, but you do. But you could have not had it. Mm-hmm. If things had gone a little differently. Yeah. I guess. I just, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, you know, it's just, it's like, Aegon can't say that to her because his... Oh, no. Aegon can't say shit because he's in the, from the same line. Yeah. Unless he's... I just think the whole... After or before the Blackfires? Could the Blackfire be like, well, your line's bullshit anyways? Uh, that was before... That's the same time. That's why the whole Blackfire thing happened part of it. Mm-hmm. That's why the... All the bastards got legitimized because he was like, I don't even know these kids are mine. I don't even like these children. Okay, well. So that's that's it for this episode. Yeah. Thank you ever so much for listening. Um, it was more of a free-form uh, stream of consciousness type thing, but it's fun to do that sometimes. Yeah, and we'll get back to the normal book club. Yeah, and then we'll weeks. start, you know, recapping season four. Oh, gosh. Once so it, you know, Creeping starts. up on it. Once it April 6th. turns on, you know, once it goes. There um, should be, we're recording this on 
January 11th, and tomorrow there's going to be a trailer out on the 12th, so I'm very excited about that. They've already, I've already seen some vines, some cool vines. Yeah, uh, the don't, red watch, vi- don't red- watch them if you don't want spoilers. Yeah, if you don't want spoilers, you're going to get sure spoiled. not sure why you're listening right now. Though. Yeah, that's true. But Red Viper doing some like capoeira-ass stuff, it looks real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not technically capoeira, come on. It's very close-minded of you. What? And... I didn't know you capoeira. Much, I didn't know you knew so much about capoeira, except for that. Uh, I play Tekken, so <laughs> Eddie Gordo is my man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys ever so much. Again, you can find us on the Twitters, as we mentioned earlier. Um, be sure to check out this post for the extra information to help you figure out what the haste is going on. All right. I love you very much. Bye.